These are discussions surrounding the property and casualty insurance marketplace and specifically the challenges and hurdles that insurers, insureds, brokers, and agents are facing and what we need to do to stay ahead. Let's get into it. Hey folks, and welcome back to the Risk Channels podcast. I'm your host, Mark Zettel, and we are not going to delay. We are getting right into it this week because it's a sore subject for me. Tow truck operators, recovery services, repossession entities, so on and so forth. They have really, really felt, uh, I'll call it a different market than a lot of us. Um, For a couple of years now, they've been steadily getting increases, but a couple of years back, they got hit really pretty much overnight, Um, mainly when Progressive left the marketplace, at least in my opinion. When Progressive left the market, um, they turned around mainly to do a reorg. Uh, on their book of business. So they stopped writing, I'll call it new business. They kept the ones on account that they had and they reorganized their underwriting guidelines, their rating mechanisms, so on and so forth. When they did that, other companies such as Atlantic Specialty, Merkel, several others began to pull out. Obviously, when they began to pull out, it only left a handful of carriers that were willing to stay in and write the coverage for the various operators. Obviously, knowing that they were one in the few or one of few, the prices skyrocketed, I'll say. Um, They leveraged the fact that the market was ever so small and that they can get the premium that they needed or or that they desired. Um, Well, today it's very much the same. Um, There are things that you can do to, um, in particular, try to reduce that premium and we'll go through a couple of ideas that we have but obviously we want you to understand what's driving that premium as well which we'll get into um let let, let's figure out why or let's talk about why some of these carriers exited um the industry in writing the the industry i should say obviously we know that a lot of good men and women who work in the industry go out into the u.s state highways and they essentially are taking their lives in their hands in very many ways. Um, you know, when they're out there, a lot of cars are, are, are speeding by. Um, they tend to be distracted, and um, whether that be because they're ignoring texting laws or just speeding in general or whatever the case may be, um, a lot of times they disregard the slowdown and move over laws. And that leaves these men and women that service this industry um, exposed. And there has been several scenarios where they have been struck by passing vehicles and have unfortunately died. And that poses a very big hazard. Now just take traffic accidents, regular old traffic accidents. Just just say a tow truck operator's driver um, gets distracted and hits another car from behind. I mean, obviously, that truck is a heavy-duty piece of machinery. It can pose and and, um, can cause a large amount of damage to the vehicle that it hit. Um, Forgetting about the property damage, the actual vehicle damage, the potential for injury or bodily injury to the um, individuals inside the vehicle, or for that matter, a pedestrian potentially, 
I mean, you're talking a real potential for serious injury, serious damage. What about the first party coverage? The actual tow truck itself, let's say that's damaged. I mean, these, again, heavy and expensive pieces of machinery. It's not going to be cheap to fix or repair these if they're involved in a severe accident or a serious accident. So another thing that the carriers look at is, hey, we know we have this giant liability exposure, but we also have this giant first-party exposure too because these things are not cheap. I mean, that's just goes without saying. Um, I'll say on the repo side, this is a big one. Um, obviously, you have a propensity to you know uh, uh, meet up with an angry individual when repoing their car, and a lot of the times those turn violent. Um, you know, it, it obviously creates, in conjunction with the aforementioned items, the perfect storm for the industry. So we know that because of these exposures that, or these risks, that premiums just naturally are going to be higher than other industries. Coupled with the fact now that you have limited carriers, they are essentially... Um, I don't want to say coercing, but they know they're the only ones writing it. They know that they have to get th that they can get the premium that they desire, and that obviously leaves you, the operators, in a very, very, very precarious situation because you're running a business, and while your costs may be going up, it doesn't mean that your on the flip side your operating expenses are going up. It doesn't mean that your revenues are going up. So this could be digging into your profitability or essentially putting you in the red. So. That being said, um, let's talk about a couple of other things that, you know, specifically could affect your rates. Um, obviously, your operation. Key. Let's talk about your operation. You might do roadside assistance. You might have a body shop with a couple of uh, vehicles that you use to, or, or flatbeds or car carriers that you use to transport vehicles only that you service to your facility. Um, you may be a contract tower for AAA um, on the roadside on the roadside assistance side. You may be doing recovery. You may be doing repo. Obviously, all these different types of operations will have a tremendous impact on your rateability or your rate because each risk is different, and obviously, they're all going to all require some form or. Uh, of different types of coverage, but also they pose different hazards to the carriers and to you as an operation. Um, obviously, you have different types of insurance. You have auto liability. You have physical damage. You have on-hook coverage or in-tow coverage, garage liability, garage keepers, wrongful repo. Now, obviously, these coverages um, or each of these coverages do different things. And your business may not need all of them based on what you do or depending on what your operations are. Um, but each of them comes with a different level of coverage and premium. So obviously, the more you have, the more it's going to increase your premium or the more you're required to have, the more it will increase your premium. Um, this is a big one. Location and radius of operation. Obviously, if you're located in metropolitan New York, so we'll call it uh, Southern Westchester, Long Island, and the Five Boroughs, your rates, because you're in that metropolitan area, there's a higher propensity for you know, having an incident. Your rates are going to be higher than if you're located in uh, the middle of Nebraska somewhere. 
So that is going to have a major play on your rates as well. Um, you know, I've heard that filing minor claims can make your rates go up, but I have to be honest, if your broker's doing his job and let's say you're paying twenty, thirty thousand dollars in premium and you've filed a claim or two and the payouts have been five thousand, you're still deemed profitable to that carrier. And, you know, I, I'm really not seeing how that can be an impact. However, I, I don't want to speak out of out of uh out of terms here, but I personally don't see it being huge, but it can, with certain carriers, have an impact. So filing those minor claims may. Um, I can see if you're filing several minor claims because of the propensity of um, having or the frequency of having claims. That can play into it. I mean, if you have 10 $1,000 claims, yeah, it's only $10,000 paid, but you had 10 situations that could have... Um, uh, possibly led to a larger claim. So I can kind of see where that plays in. But again, we have to take each situation on its own merit. So um, filing minor claims may or may not have an impact. Uh, I, this is without question. We talked about operations earlier and how that impacts your rates. But I'm going to tell you right now, doing repo work is going to, without question, have a serious impact on your rates. I mean, it's considered to be a very, very dangerous operation. Um, the potential for drivers getting hurt due to, you know, violence, um, repoing the wrong car, um, and, and the need to have to work fast, so maybe not securing the car correctly when um, pulling out. All these various elements leave repossession operations. Um, I'll call it at the higher end of the spectrum. And you're probably or you're most definitely going to see higher um, rates for that than if you're doing strictly towing. Um, things that do have an impact but could impact you positively are things like installing GPS on your units, um, things that monitor speed and location, um, having safety meetings quarterly, monthly. Um, you know, Obviously, the more frequent, the better, because the carrier will look at that positively. Having a formalized written safety policy, including a handbook for your employees and a safety manual. Doing um, periodic driver training, whether that's for a new driver in their onboarding process, as well as, uh, I'll call it yearly um, training for the drivers. Constantly keeping them abreast to new safety measures and, and maybe new laws and things that they can utilize in their advantage to keep them safe while driving that vehicle or, or, or um, during their uh, course of employment. Um, obviously, insurance companies are going to take all of these things into consideration, and it will pose a benefit to you as the operator the more you have because it's going to show that you make safety a priority. So the safer your business is, the less chance you have of having a claim, and that obviously is what the insurance companies are looking for. Um, Another thing that's going to play into um, rates is the heavier your truck, the, mo the more it's going to cost to insure. Um, heavier trucks can do more damage, and they're going to carry a higher insurance rate. Um, another big one is the MVRs of the drivers. Um, you know, we specialize in this industry, and I'll get into that towards the end, but what I will say is 
um, we when we run driver MVRs and um, you know some of them come back not so great. You know, a lot of the time we get well, yeah, the three accidents or four accidents on that NVR are um, you know on his personal time and have nothing to do with him while he's operating or she's operating a vehicle for our company and. Well, that makes logical sense. The fact of the matter is this person um, has shown a, uh, a history of being careless or reckless, which could at some point carry over into your operation. So those MVRs could have a negative impact on your rates. Um, or for that matter, they could have a positive if you have great, clean drivers, guys that have really take pride in their in their driving capabilities. So it can go both ways, but you do want to keep it in mind that your MVRs for your drivers could both negatively and positively impact your rates. Um, obviously, we know rates have been increasing. This is kind of where I want to talk about what we do here at ASZ. I don't like to necessarily promote our agency on this podcast, but what I will say is that because this is a specialty of ours here at our agency, um, we have recently, knowing the state of the industry, been able to partner with a carrier, or several carriers, but this most recent uh, partnering is we're piloting a specific program. Um, There are a lot of guidelines. I'm going to just say it outright repossession is not something that we're looking for although we do have markets for it it's not something that we're going to pilot through this program but we do have a program that we are piloting and we have been extremely competitive now i would say to all you operators out there something to really think about is your insurance broker in particular um I don't even want to say just the operators. I'll, I'll just say industries. Your broker should have some kind of um, in-depth knowledge of your industry. So what I mean by that is we at ASZ are not a jack of all trades. Um, if you came to us and you were in an industry that, i got to be honest, banking, for instance, we are not going to sit here and you know try to run around like crazy and 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 we just don't know it inside and out and that poses a hazard for not only you but for us as well from a standpoint of we would completely we wouldn't know what you need um and and how you truly operate when it comes to the towing um i want to speak to you operators you really need to make sure that your broker really has a specialty in this because there's so many intricacies um beyond just the you know, the, the simple coverage placement. I mean, we could talk about pollution and various other elements, um, cargo. I mean, we do guys that have trailers dedicated to when they get a call, they go out and let's say if it's a reefer truck that needs to be towed because it broke down, well, you know, they could have hit an overpass and now all the stuff that they're hauling is, um, you know, potentially at risk. We have a customer that will, or an insurer that will go out there with his own reefer truck, transport all that product into his reefer truck to keep it cooled so that prevents it from spoiling. You know, you need to be able to cover that exposure. And, you know, if somebody's not familiar with the industry, they're not going to know how to cover that exposure appropriately because it's kind of like a, I'll call it an added service that that insured's providing to the person that they're being called out to help. 
So very important to make sure that your broker specializes in that particular segment. So what I'm going to pose to you is, as an operator, why don't you reach out to us? Let us give you a no-obligation review of your portfolio, provide you with recommendations and an alternative. Um, feel free to reach out to us. Um, I'll give you our contact information. And again, we have this um, program that we are piloting. Um, we are one of a few that have access to it, so it's not like you can get it anywhere else. Um, there are a handful of, of um, brokers that are piloting it, but nonetheless, we have several markets. So um, you can reach out to our sales staff at 800-694-0279. You can just follow the prompts, or you can check us out on the website and reach out to us, whether, whether it be through our um, online chat, whether it be through email, or just drop us a note through the contact us form. Um, but our email address is www.a, like Apple, S like Sam, Z like Zebra, international spelled out dot com again www.asinternational.com folks we're always trying to bring you good stuff but this one hits home because i know a bunch of people that uh, operate in the industry and th they've really been hit hard i mean premiums stricter guidelines you know rising deductibles reduced coverage all sorts of mandates and requirements it's it, it's really it's tough because a lot of these guys and gals are out there really just trying to make a buck and support their family, and that's what we want to do. We want to help you, you know, control your costs, get your, your income up, support your family, and, and live a healthy lifestyle. Um, reach out to us, folks. We'll be back next week with some more good stuff for you. But uh, give us a shout. Send us any feedback you have. Um, we really do appreciate it. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next week. Take care.